Women are powerful and have accomplished great things. Yet, sometimes we suffer from self-doubt, fear, and limiting beliefs. We often believe that we are not good enough. These negative beliefs stop us from achieving our goals. Welcome to Sprinting to Success, a podcast dedicated to women who have experienced struggles, yet found ways to step into their power, their greatness, and learn to embrace challenges. These women will share their stories and give you insights to help you on your path so you can follow your dreams. And now, here's your host, Esme Lawrence. Welcome. My name is Esme Lawrence, the host of this podcast, Sprinting to Success. My guest today has her master's degree in counseling and theology. She works with women brokenhearted by unfulfilled dreams. She hosts the She Moves Mountains podcast. My guest today is Kamela Murphy. Kamala, welcome to Sprinting to Success podcast. I am so happy that you're on the show today. Me too. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. Oh, yes, yeah, so am I. Tell me, what is it to date? Um, or maybe one or two of your successes and you say to yourself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here now. So <laughs> yes, tell us, tell us about that. So I have to say that the probably the biggest success is that I've started a podcast myself. It launched about four months ago and it was something that I never thought that I would be doing. And I'm having so much fun with it. And it's just going from invisibility to being wide open and um, yeah. it's really it's very exciting oh yeah fellow podcaster that yes is, that's yeah. amazing I, I love that because I think um, having a podcast gives you a voice yes. a way to um you know, just speak what's your on your mind and, and interview awesome people yes <laughs> I know I'm so excited <laughs> Yay! okay so let's go back to um you as a child mm. what were you like and what, what were some of the struggles you had in your life as a child as a child um, I was raised by a man who had been studying for the priesthood and he married, he left, but he married my mom who became an alcoholic. Aww. So it was, it was a little bit of a challenge. My father was very domineering and they definitely didn't want a girl. They had wanted a boy. Oh, so one of the, and I'm very intuitive I'm very sensitive. And I think early on I picked up that I'm not really what they wanted. Oh. And in fact, I can read, I always felt like I was doing something wrong. I couldn't ever do anything right. And recently I had this memory of being about two and a half and walking out of my bedroom into the kitchen and saying to myself, I wrong. And it's like, that explained everything, you know, just this like, no matter what I do, I wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I kind of lived my life. I, I became very quiet, um, very polite and then, you know, seen and not heard, which was very, very much how my parents wanted it. Everything had to look good. So, um, you know, I did well in school because that was acceptable. Um, but I was really very quiet, but there, I think there was something as me in me that always wanted to be, if not a star, just have a voice, have a, you know, 
there's the inner sparkle that wants to come out. And I think I just shut that part of me down because I wrong, you know? Um, so living in, you know, in my family was a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that is really sad, you know, as a child. And of, of course, all children want to be loved and know that mom and dad loves me and I'm the best, I'm the apple yes. of their eye. Of their eye, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then just think, I wrong. That's, oh, that, that's yeah. so sad. So fast yeah. forward to you as a, a, in high school, you know, as a teenager, what were you like and what were some of those struggles? <laughs> well, I, uh, we moved a lot during those years and i because i had sort of pulled into myself moving around and having to start new schools every year was excruciating it was just so hard meeting new people and you know not wanting to really be seen and and yet having this inner urge to to be liked right and so you know i did some of the things like i i tried to do the cheerleading and that was, it wasn't a success for me because I would, I'd try, but then I'd, when it came down to the, um, the tryouts, you know, I'd get scared and I, I wouldn't make little movements. <laughs> and it was just so of <laughs> how, you know, inside I wanted to be big, but yes. on the outside, it's like, nope. Shut yeah. down. Shut down. Yeah. Let's, let's go. It's like W W E. Let's go. You don't want you, do, you, you, you inside you say yeah. Let's go. And yes. then, and, and, but outside, outside you're like is... you're like a little mouse. Yes. Oh, exactly. Oh oh. That's that's yeah. oh that's so sad. So uh, how else did that show up? That insecurity. I'm trying to think. Um, it probably in every way, you know, just not speaking up in class or um, starting to go for leadership roles and then backing away. So yes. in every school I, I did um, join the student council, but I wouldn't really step up into the real leadership. Um, and I didn't try out for sports. It was like, oh no, I, my father had said, you're a klutz. So I believed it. So all of those things um, were just put a cloak on, put a cloak on, put a cloak on, you know, and it was across the board. The only place I shown was in school where I was uh, academically top notch. Right. Um, so, yeah, I can relate to you because I mean, I was so, um, you know, thank God for sports because of sports allowed me to shine. But yeah. in other, in every other part of my life, I was like a little mouse. I was so insecure, afraid of my my own shadow. Shadow. You know, yeah. you know, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking now when I look, I'm, look back, I'm thinking, wow, Esme, why were you so afraid? Because I just didn't love myself. I didn't yeah. think I was pretty enough. I didn't think I was, um, you know, good enough. Right. So I can really, right. really relate to you, um, you know, your story. So fast forward now to um, you now as an adult. Um, so what are some of the struggles? Because adult, you know, that's a long time. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so what are those the struggles in your life as an adult? As an adult, I um, didn't go for the jobs that I really wanted, you know, that I thought I, I had thought, you know, somewhere in my teenage years, I know that I'm a healer of sorts. And I thought, oh, I'd like to be a doctor. <laughs> this was probably before your time, but I loved watching Marcus Welby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I want to be a doctor like that, where you go in, you heal people and 
you do so much more with them. It's like open their hearts and make their lives better. Um, so I thought, okay, well, I'll, you know, I want to study medicine. Um, but I didn't do well in chemistry, so I gave it up. <laughs> Just, um, but I think of relationships where I, um, I kept be, oh my gosh, you know, the little mouse thing as me is just like, this is really true. I have been a little mouse so long until probably five or six years ago. It's like, heck no, this yeah. is not, you know, I'm getting to the age where I've got less time ahead of me than I have in the past. So right. is that how you want to live your life? It's like, no, I want this enthusiastic part of me to really have an opportunity to come out so and i think bit by bit i'm uncovering 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 and letting this little ray of sunshine <laughs> <laughs> so so now you're the, at the stage where you're saying i'm stepping into my power yeah and i and i talk about that stepping into your power because uh, that's where your success is that's where it lies yes. waiting for us but we are so afraid um to step into our public fear is like a barrier Oh, it's and we, huge. We're so afraid to go through it. And, you know, so then we did never end up, um, you know, meeting our goals, never end up uh, accomplishing what, we, what our heart wants, what yes. we really want. So then, uh, so fear just stops us, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. but now I'm so glad. So what is it that you've done to allow you to step into your, your power, step into the person that you, that God made it to be? Yes. Yes. Well, I think there are two things. One, one was at the beginning of no. Well, I, I guess it was just about one year ago. I had this message from my mother who passed away 20 some years ago about something she used to say when I was little, when she'd get dressed up, she would say, I feel like a million bucks. And because I was remembering her, I, um, was feel like million bucks. I feel like a million bucks. And I, there was, I, yeah. I, and I wanted to capture that. So I wrote down, feel like a million bucks. And I realized that it was F L A M B. And then I thought, and every day or energy or something, and it spells flambe. So I had this idea of flambe. So I've started doing some work um, programs about flambe, and I'm talking about flambe. Flambe formula. And I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing a podcast, which is for someone who has been mousy, um, doing a podcast and you know spreading my message and interviewing other people. It's it's big. I, I get chills thinking about it. It's like going from invisible and mousy to flambe and having a real voice. So I think those are the the woohoos in my life right now. The, the yeah flambe, the flambe formula. Yes. So, let's explain the uh, flambe formula. Explain it a little bit more in detail. Well, it's it is feeling like a million bucks every day. Um, and it's really about, for me and what I've been teaching, it's about giving ourselves permission to be fiery, be fun, be all of that, like you said, who God created us to be, letting, taking off all the cloaks and letting loose. And, you know, so it's a, the freedom to um, be fun and feisty and the license to love and laugh and going through it's and each one is a little bit about 
giving yourself permission to just shine. Right. Uh, yeah. Just uh, as Nike said, as uh, the Nike, Nike just said, do it. Just do it. You <laughs> yeah. know, and um, and I I find too that sometimes one of the things that stop us um, from success is is that we're afraid of what people are going to think about us. Yes. Right. You know, and yes. so if if we can drop that, you yeah. know, um, you know that idea of what people think about us matters because it doesn't. Right. What really matters in life is what you think about yourself. What yeah. matters in life is, you know, how you treat others, you know? And yeah. so, and, and so as long as you're being respectful and not trying to, you know, bring others down, it doesn't really matter. You go after your goals and that, not care about, oh, is my, how is my hair? How is my clothing? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. I, and I, what I, about I, these lines? And <laughs> <laughs> these lines, am I keeping up with the Joneses? And right. Who cares right. about the Joneses? Yes. <laughs> you know, the Joneses don't care about you. <laughs> right. Right. So I think the, one of the key pieces is this giving ourselves permission to just let her rip, you know, sprint, you know, if, yeah, it's just like, Giving let ourselves her, permission. Let her rip, sprint. Let her rip. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I, I definitely think it's it's awesome what you're doing. So, how do you um, decrease stress in your life? I meditate and I pray a lot. And in fact, yesterday I was on a, a spiritual retreat, so it's just like taking time to let everything else go, you know, really turn off the phone. Don't be, you know, on the computer. I have prayer beads that I work with every day, um, multiple times a day, just, yeah. you know, let everything else go and feel like, you know, the image of a, a lotus flower, just opening up and letting all the toxicity out. So just relaxing and being able to breathe you know and i tell i i laugh because i tell myself breathe just breathe or i'll tell a client to breathe and they say i am breathing it's like okay <laughs> let's <laughs> let's look at this again take a deep gentle breath and it's so hard for people so but that's something i have to teach myself like remember stop breathe Take a deep breath, a not, deep just, not breath. just a shallow breath, right? Not hyperventilating, just yeah. deep, deep, <laughs> deep. Cause it's so amazing. I am breathing. It's like, <laughs> yes, you are, but your lungs are only feeling like this much. Right. How about the full breath? Right. And so what else do you do to decrease your stress? Ah, I dance. I listen to music. Um, I pretend I'm doing punching bags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think oh. mostly it's the prayer and meditation and just being able to move my body and get that tension released, you know? Right. I know for me, um, when sometimes when I'm feeling stressed out, I just blast my music. Yeah. And, you know, and even when I'm not feeling well, I just, I, and I, I force myself to feel better. I, mm. I turn the music up. I turn up those, you know, fast, you know, feel good kind of music. Yeah. And I, and I turn it up and I listen to it and I'll jump around and dance around the house. You know, do you I, have a playlist? Um, you know what? I don't, I just randomly choose what I randomly. want. <laughs> <laughs> I randomly choose what I want. It's like, okay, I'm going to choose this today. A very uh, melano today. I'm going to choose something different. Um, tomorrow, Earth, Wind and Fire or ah. you know, some of those really good uh, music. Um, you know, yes. I love, I love the music of Motown. You know, oh and, yes, and, and even this morning, or that wasn't feeling a hundred percent, I turned up Diana Ross 
and I turned a blast and I just danced around the house because, you know, even though I'm not feeling, I feel, I'm not feeling so good. But, I, but after that song is done, it's like, yeah, I feel yeah. better. And I, and I dance, and I do my jig, yeah. um, you know, and so, not, you know, say, pretending that I have no cares in the world. <laughs> yes. That's flambe, my dear. Is that flambe? Oh. That's flambe. <laughs> oh, I think, I think, I think that's awesome because, uh, you know, because sometimes we, you know, like, um, you know, when we're in this not feeling well, we tend to go more to slide into feeling and going darker and darker, yeah. not feeling, yeah. you know, well, and instead of, you know, um, you know, so instead of just saying, you know, I'm not feeling well, but how can I make myself feel better? Exactly. And, you know, and sometimes what I do, I get dressed up. Like when I'm not feeling yes. well, yes. I get totally dressed up with my makeup on it because it makes me feel better. Mm hmm feeling yeah. like a million bucks like a million you know, bucks. it's i know that sounds so <laughs> corny in a way but it's true it's like you get dressed up you put on a brighter lipstick and it's like you feel yes. a lot better <laughs> yeah you do you yeah. really do you know so what are some of the things that you would teach your um students um how to feel more like a million bucks some of the things that we haven't talked about well, you know, I think for each person, it is a little bit different. So one of the first things I have people do is, what are the things that give you joy? What are the things that when you're doing them or thinking about them, they light you up? And oftentimes it is about music and, and movement. Um, some people it's running and just getting out and exercising. And for me, because of who I am. Um, most of the women who come to me do have a spiritual leaning. Um, they love God, but their church experiences have not been that great. So we find a way for them to tap back into source and love that's, that really feeds them. Right. Yeah. So what's the importance of spirituality of God in your life and in your oh. client's life? Boy, you ask that question and I just get chills. Um, God is the most important thing. <laughs> um, and hmm, wow, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> as me. It's just like, it's so important. I, I look around my office and I've got all my, well, not all, but most of my bookshelves are about spiritual material and um, mysticism and going deeper and having this intimate relationship with God, um, knowing that God is the beloved and I am the beloved of God. Yeah. And that's right. what I try and work with women to, to feel that sense of real connectedness. Right. Yeah. I always talk about the fact that, you know, put God first, mm -hmm. because I always say without God, we are nothing. And I always, you know, let people know that you need to believe in something. You need to believe in a higher power. When you look up, you know, my mom would say, you know, um, when you look up at the stars, you go, well, who made the stars? Yes. The universe, like who made that? And it has to be somebody higher than ourselves. And, yes. and so I always say, you know, I put God first. I wake up in the morning and I pray because I said, I, you know, sometimes I, say, I sometimes I feel totally lost, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll say, you know, God guide me and protect me and lead me because, you know, if I leave myself, I, I end up going <laughs> I'll astray. astray. I'll go astray. <laughs> yes. You know, it's interesting because a while back I had come up with these acronym things. It's like, God is first today is a gift. And it's yes. like, yeah, it's like, I think it's, it's so important and yeah, not everybody does, but it's for me, God is, God gives me a gift every day. Right. Right. And if I put God first, you know, 
I'm I'm set. You Even if set. you know, although I fight on occasion, as you can imagine, <laughs> it's like, oh no, I want to do it this way. Oh, exactly. I want to do it my way. Yes. Yeah, it's like you know, that soft inner voice talking to you, and you're like, no, and you're mm-hmm. arguing with that inner voice, and it's God, you know, talking to you quietly. Yes. You know, and you overpower that voice. Yes. And then I, that's when you go astray. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go, Why didn't I listen to that inner voice? It yes. was trying to guide me, but you know, God's not going to bully you into following right. him and, and go in the direction that he wants. Exactly. He's going to use that nice, quiet voice, a calm, voice. loving voice, the whisper. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I have to listen. Right. And that's why yeah. I ask him to help me to listen to the whispers because sometimes I don't. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do things my own way. Yes. You know? And yes. Uh, so that's why, that's why, that's one of the things I, I pray about, you know, guide me and protect mm-hmm. me and please help me to, to do what's right for me in my life yes. and not just, for, you know, go after some, you know, crazy things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of those bright, shiny objects. It's the like, bright, shiny ooh. objects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, the still voice. Let me to be still. And know that, you know, God, you know, is working his miracle in my life. Yes. Right. So I would like to um, ask you, um, so what is it that you're struggling with, um, you know, in the, this last mm. year or this year? What are some of the things that you're struggling with? Well, something that's been coming up big time is that I feel like I'm being called to be bigger than I think I am. And, um, huh. It's a little embarrassing, but I think part of this is um, balancing this power and strength and the tenderness that that is just who I think I am, right? Um, and one of the ways the power has been coming up is my anger. I'm, you know, I'm in some twelve-step programs and and learning how to. Um, deal with life and one of the things they say is like your anger is going to come up and it has been coming up kind of like crazy how does it come up like crazy oh okay um let's get into it i know (laughs) i I got on the freeway the other night and i was running to a meeting and i got to the the freeway entrance and there was a line of cars waiting at the the monitoring station <laughs> and i was starting to grip the wheel and it's like i'm running late for this meeting i'm not going to get there and i was just like crazy just furious and rageful about something i could not control you know it was like so there was there's that i'm mad about the holidays as me i'm i really don't like that God isn't the focus of holidays right now. And, you know, it's about the gifts and the Black Fridays. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just furious about so many things. It's, it's embarrassing in a way. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's part of your journey. It, it is my journey. Because, you know, I mean, it's in your life. That anger yeah. is in, yeah. in your life because um, God's saying to you, you need to find a solution. Yes. What's the solution? You know, and so what, because when I find that, you know, when you overcome obstacles and in fear and stuff like anger, and because um, there's going to be a time that uh, you don't let, um, you know, you don't react to, you don't become yeah. reactive um, right. to things, right? You know, right. You, you'll become proactive. So if something happens, you realize that, hey, you know, I'm in this big line, there's nothing I can do. And, you know, and so maybe I'll turn the music up. 
and enjoy yes. myself. You know, well, instead of getting angry at it, angry. right? If somebody, you know, you know, um, you know, flip you off in the vehicle because they think you cut them off, right? And on the road, you don't get angry about that. Yeah. You know, they said that person must be having a bad day. Yes. You know, so well, I, I halfway down to the meeting, I was like, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Yes. And it was like, it took me a, probably 20 times. Of yes. It's like, I'm in this traffic jam. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing. So, you know, let so, me yeah. have that serenity. So enjoy, find something, you know, um, you know, put your favorite music on blasting yes. music and dance and, you know, like, um, you know, just do something that's going to make it a positive experience. Yes. You know, but once you overcome that, you know, and, you know, the anger issue, then you can help others yes. because there's a reason why you're angry. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. I know. It's hard for me to get that because the anger wasn't really allowed. So, yeah. you know, it's like, this is actually really good. And I, one of my friends said, um, you know, you have a lineage of women not being able to talk about anger. So this may not just be yours. It could be, you know, all of the pent up anger from, yes. you know, mother and grandmother and, you know, all of that. So you're doing you're experiencing this for a reason absolutely because right. you know now it's like a volcano it's gonna yes. boo, it's gonna blow yes. right so it's so yeah. instead yes you, know, so you have to go deep you yes. know and um and then maybe even journal about it oh yeah you know, journal about it and <laughs> and see and what podcasts about it and <laughs> podcast about it you know maybe go see a counselor about it yeah. you know and then once you find you know find the you know um the why you know, like the, the, maybe the original, um, the, the history, the yeah. grandmother, you know, your mother, you, you know, the reason why, you know, yeah. you weren't get what you guys weren't allowed to speak and be quiet in the house. No wonder you became mm -hmm. a mouse, you yes. know? And so, yeah. so now you weren't allowed to show your anger. Now you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm talking the punching bag. <laughs> <laughs> you want to punch somebody out. Right. But that will lead to, you know, disaster. Yeah. And that's not who you are. Right. You know, and right. that's not who God meant you to be, a person full of anger, because right. that's not what God is all about. God is about love. Yes. Right. And you know, and, and you know this. So <laughs> I know. Which is part of the struggle. It's like I, you know, I'm meant to be more peaceful and about yes. love and, and sharing this. And yet I'm hearing this voice, the silent voice say, Yeah, and you know, there's this energy the and the power of anger right. that you need to incorporate so i know that i'm being blessed by this even if it feels awful yes yes so. even if it's painful now yeah so camilla thank you so much you. Uh, for joining us so what would you like to share with our audience today oh uh, i think it's about loving who you are which is what you said and uh, early on i think it's like about loving who you are and you know a little tool i think that i experienced in this last week when i was you know feeling angry and upset and and lost because this this doesn't feel right i had this vision of crawling up into god's lap and just allowing myself to be held and wrapped in love. Yes. And sometimes that's hard, but if we can imagine just the most loving arms holding us and wrapping us up and allowing ourselves to sort of steep in it, you know, allow it to soak in, um, miracles happen.
miracles happen. That's what I want for for your listeners, for my listeners to just feel the love. Even if there's, you know, if you're feeling the anger, it's like still there's love. There's love. Oh, positive. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Sprinting to Success podcast. For more about Camilla, you can go to esmelawrence.com. Thank you and have a great day. Before we go, though, one more thing. Go ahead. I am sprinting to success with Esme Lawrence. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Sprinting to Success with your host, Esme Lawrence. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes. For more information about Esme and to hear other episodes of the show, go to esmelawrence.com. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional or medical treatment or advice. Always seek advice from your healthcare provider.